Leave-taking is always bittersweet. We have recorded in the Gospel of John, Jesus speaking to his closest friends and all assembled on the night before his crucifixion, but clearly applicable to this period after the resurrection and before the ascension. And he tells them, I know that you will grieve because of my departure, but you should be happy, happy for several reasons. One is, he says, you should be happy because I am going to the Father. That implies the whole mystery of what is called the kenosis, the emptying, self-emptying of the Word of God, as St. Paul puts it so beautifully in his hymn in the letter to the Philippians. The Word of God, Jesus Christ, did not deem equality with God something to grasp at, to hold on to, to take for himself, but rather he emptied himself, opened himself up, poured himself out, taking human form, the form of a slave. And as St. Paul says, being born in human likeness, he became humbler yet, obediently accepting even death, entering into the furthest extreme of the experience of fallenness and alienation from God. St. Paul then says, because of that, God raised him up and gave him a name which is above all other names, so that the ascension of our Lord is nothing less than simply his return to the Father after his emptying of himself and assuming our human condition in order to reunite the human race to God. So Jesus says, you should be happy that I'm returning to the Father. He also says elsewhere in St. John, you should be happy because when I go, I go to prepare a place for you, because in my Father's house there are many dwelling places. And when I go to prepare that place for you, I will come back and take you to myself. Which tells all of us that we have a place, a home, in the heavenly heights, in communion with God himself, prepared for us by our Lord Jesus Christ that awaits us when our transition from this life to the next occurs. So we should be joyous at the ascension of the Lord because it is the next step in his preparation of our heavenly home. And then finally, we should be joyous at the ascension of the Lord because in God's divine providence, the incarnation of the Word of God in Jesus Christ and his life, passion, death, and resurrection not only restored the original innocence of humanity that was lost in the garden by the sin of Adam and Eve, but as is so clear in the Church's tradition, we understand that Jesus took that human nature to himself and brought it 
fully and completely into the Godhead itself so that our human nature is now joined to the divine nature in Christ and brought into the very heart of the Trinity itself, something that could never have been imagined in that garden so long ago. Which is why on the Holy Saturday night vigil, the church proclaims that Adam and Eve's sin is a happy fault because of what it has done for us by God's providence. And finally, the ascension of the Lord should make us happy because as Jesus says, if I don't ascend to the Father, I cannot send upon you the Holy Spirit of God, that third person of the Trinity, which each of us receives at baptism into our very being, so that we, even here and now, in this limited and fallen existence, enjoy a communion with the very Godhead that is beyond the imagining of any angel. This is Christ's gift to us that we will celebrate in a week's time on the great Feast of Pentecost. The gift of his very self in the Holy Spirit, united to our very selves, so that we too are part of the very essence of God by the gift of his Spirit. That could only happen if the physical resurrection, resurrected body of Christ ascended to the Father so that his presence could be manifest throughout the cosmos and not limited simply to the risen body that he had in the resurrection. Christ's ascent to the Father empowers the Holy Spirit to bestow the presence of Christ throughout the whole world so that each of us, in turn, can be for one another and for the world the presence of the risen Christ in our midst. That is our vocation and that is our mission. In these days between the Feast of the Ascension and the Great Feast of Pentecost, then, let us pray to God that that Holy Spirit may be renewed within us, that we may ever more take upon ourselves the great gift that we have been given, accept our vocation as Christians, and accept the mission to live it out in our lives.